The worst thing about slam dunk is when I have to talk to Saplin. And when they make me say Saplin. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You are listening to the Slam Dunk 2023 bonus episode of Sapnin Podcast featuring myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan. He got recognized at Slam Dunk as Morgan Yogan Richards. It's Morgan Richards. <laughs> hey, yes, it's me, Morgan the Organ Richards. Sam is here. <laughs> We're Slam Dunking, the Funkin', Sun Creaming. Queuing, <laughs> and just like an NBA defense coach, you're oh, going to you block any go. references I make throughout this episode. You're too fucking late. You've just done it, haven't you? <laughs> you fucking. <laughs> the fact you're trying to make a rhyme and like sound, sound like, ah, bleh. but yes, we, um, we are back doing our slam dunk bonus episode. Personally, I think, I don't know about you, but me personally, I had a real good time. Hmm. It's a very wholesome experience. It's my favorite time of the year. Festival season has officially kicked off what is going to be a busy summer for us, starting with Slam Dunk this past weekend. Uh, we traveled to both the Hatfield and Leeds states, south and north, after being invited back to record some surprises that you're about to hear in this episode of some bands and soak up for the chance we can of the UK sun. To be fair, our experience was pretty wholesome. I felt nostalgic uh, seeing some old familiar faces, watching some bands um, from yesteryear and the new up-and-comers. And we got to hang out with a lot of our patrons, which was a, a lot of fun. Awesome. And we're going to get into a, a lot of it throughout this episode. But we should probably bring up the lot of controversy that's being online, in particular about queuing for parking and food stalls capacity for certain stages and accessibility and everything uh, there is an official statement by slam dunk at slamdunkfestival.com forward slash statement and they have a survey over there that you can go and check out and tell them your experiences to hopefully make things a little bit easier in 2024 but uh, at the same time all those people complaining about the car parking and uh, leaving the venue um, just do what i did get there fucking earlier <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, anybody listening to this, I understand why you would be pissed off if you were stuck in traffic for ages. But what I did is I went ridiculously early in the morning, 
And then I was there all day. And then um, at Slamdunk South, I left just as the offspring went on. Not because I'm offended by the offspring. <laughs> I like the offspring. <laughs> but what I did was sensible, sensible, left early, got out early, wasn't trapped in any traffic whatsoever, then drove straight to Leeds, mind. So that's my reasoning for getting out. It wasn't um, my hatred for offspring, which doesn't exist. <laughs> We did have to we did have to travel three hours or whatever it was to Leeds, so you know there there is that. But some people were still in the car park by the time I got to Leeds. <laughs> oh, guys, sorry, oh. guys, sorry. But no, like you know, we saw uh, we saw some great bands. It was the return of Kids in Glass Houses that made me feel Ooh. nostalgic and see a lot of uh, old friends and stuff. Holding Absence absolutely killed great. it on the main stage and had so many people raving about them. I even got to see like a weird half an hour of walking around at Leeds and just saw bands play like their biggest hits all of a sudden. I don't know what it was about me appearing at that stage at those times, but everyone was just playing their big songs from the main Creeper, Bone for Soup, Scene Queen. It was all, uh, it was all a really nice time. And one of my favorite moments unexpectedly was we were backstage uh, having some food. So I'm mouthful of pizza at this, st- at this point. And around the corner comes Jarrett of Bowling for Soup. He sees me, looks dead into my eyes and goes, Hey, Sapman! Which was so beautiful. I was trying not to laugh all my pizza out on the floor because that would have not been a nice response. I think that officially makes us the UK's biggest rock media outlet now. um, There's no (laughs) facts or evidence to go with that, but I think I'm pretty sure... Well, between that and a well slam dunk press area treated us. Thanks again to uh, Emma Van Dytes and Siobhan and the team because they looked after us superbly and gave us our own kind of little room, which was lovely and was not expected at all. But it helped, no doubt. Yes. And throughout this episode, we've really combined a collection of the lineup to share the atmosphere, the overall energy and hot gossip backstage with some old friends and people we've never had the chance to talk to before. We catch up with the legends in Underoath, Bowling for Soup, Hawthorne Heights, and We Came as Romans, even though Josh, former guest of the podcast, was supposed to be there. He messaged us after us and told us he missed the time to, uh, he had to leave the bus what to come to press. What oh. an absolute bastard. I've unfollowed him and blocked him on everything now. I've stopped him from DMing me because I'm not having it. Like, just turn up in it. It's not, no. And we get introduced for the first time to Paris, real friends, a very chaotic conversation with Lolo. Oh. And an unexpected shot with Flogging Molly that I don't think anyone expected us to have, but was very insightful, very motivational, and one to definitely keep an eye out for. Yes. Can I just say, I love Dave King of Flogging Molly. I met him 10 years ago. I worked it out. Honestly, now, there's some fucking brilliant stories coming your way by just listening on to this podcast. I want to give a shout out to Old in Absence, who were fantastic both sets. Kids in Glass Houses were great both sets. Who else did I see that I enjoyed? I saw a bit of Static Dress. I enjoyed them. Then they had some technical troubles. Uh, Yellow Card. I love them. Bowling for Soup. Had one of the funniest bits of the set I have ever heard in my life. So much so, we talk about it during this chat. 
And I have genuinely considered stealing it, but I won't. I, I've thought about it, but I won't. All right, it's that good. It's that good. Uh, before we get good. into these conversations, just to let you know, we've actually recorded a bunch more with people. So if you're Ooh. thinking, ah, oh, why didn't they get these? Hey, stay tuned because there's more coming. And there's going to be two very special uh, exclusive conversations on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sapnin. So if you head over there, subscribe, help the podcast out, you get a bunch more of extra content to check out videos, podcast images, and you get included into a wonderful community of people who are the best of all time. So much so that we want to give a massive shout out to because we got to do a mini meetup with them at both dates. And for the one, they surprised us with an inflatable trophy that they all signed, they wrote messages for and everything, because we don't win awards. (laughs) Yes, we are the the award nominee princes. We're the prince of awards. We've never quite got the king. So when they give us this big inflatable cup, uh, they asked for a speech, and I couldn't because I was so flabbergasted by the amount of people who had turned up and are part of our Patreon. So genuinely now... It meant the absolute fucking world to me, right? If I seem quiet, it's because I was literally just blown away by it all. I can't believe, to be honest, I can't believe anybody listens to this, <laughs> let alone fucking <laughs> likes it enough to support us. But if you are one of those people who is mad enough to support us, patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Give us a follow at sapninpod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Please share our episodes. Give them a like. It all fucking helps. And if you've got any future guest ideas, tag them Tag them, tag them in the post, please, please. We want to hear who you want, and then we want to see if they fancy it. So let's do that. It helps, it helps so much, but generally really appreciative of everyone from this past week. It was very, very touching. Uh, Everyone in the Patreon, it was just completely overwhelming, and it's just incredible to see the reactions for anything like this we do. So thank you very much. We love you. Thank you for tuning into this. Let's get on with it. This is what we got up to at Slam Dunk Festival 2023, starting with Real Friends. Sapnin! Sapnin! It's a mad name for a band. What if you do fall out, though? Sapnin! 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 Yes! You even, you even did it with like a little Welsh <laughs> twang then. Oh, you you, you my accent perfectly. Very nice. That was awesome. We're like, backstage here at Slam Dunk Festival and now we are joined by Kyle and Cody of Real Friends. Yes! Hello! How are you guys? Uh, we're doing good. Today is awesome. We always love playing Slam Dunk, so... It is uh, one of my favorite festivals to play, actually. So very, very excited to be here. Cody here. This is my very first time at Slam Dunk and uh, really enjoying it so far. I haven't played too many big festivals. So, yeah, it's cool to be here. Nice. Yeah, yeah he's really nervous. Oh. I'm very nervous right now. Sweating <laughs> it'll everywhere. Be fa- it'll be yeah. fantastic. It's fine. It'll be fantastic. It's fine. We'll take your mind off it for a bit. You talk to us yet. Yeah. So. yeah. so if this is the, the, one of your favorite festivals, what's your least favorite <gasps> festival you play? Least favorite festival? Uh, I would have to say probably Warp Tour on one of the days when it's like, uh, well, I mean, it's not around anymore, but but yeah, yeah, one of the Warp Tour dates where it's like, for example, they used to do it in the middle of nowhere, New Mexico for a couple years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there would be actually more 
people working than actually attending, like the bands and everything. So yeah, th- those were when you start questioning, like why. You know, maybe I should go get a job somewhere else. Yeah, I have a bit of a different story. The, the worst festival I've ever played was in the middle of Ontario. Uh, I think it was called Blackout Fest, hey. and it was a black. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, that's coincident. It's probably why it failed. It's probably why it's such a bad festival. Yeah, it was called Blackout Fest. I can't remember where in Ontario <laughs> was. The headliner was Such Gold, and it was one of those like really lower level like just a bunch of local bands basically like 40 local bands oh yeah and uh i think there was probably 150 people throughout the day like it's like one of those bands where all the openers have already left by the time yeah. the halfway They've through the day out. like yeah. bands and the bands and friends aren't even sticking around to watch anybody that was probably one of my my least favorite festival experiences oh wow wow uh, well you mentioned there about this being your first time at some major festivals I mean obviously there's been so much difference behind the scenes and dynamic of Real Friends over the last few years as you're joining the band and, and everything is it quite weird on different levels for you Cody to be having these experiences that you've always dreamed of but then to like kind of like the rest of the band to see the excitement of that first time for someone again seeing those different Some perspectives yeah is it, <laughs> is it quite a nice combination to have that those two worlds going on in a, in a yeah, way yeah well you know I've, I've wanted this forever I've been playing music for a really long time played in many different bands and you know I've always wanted to be able to do it on a professional level and play you know I would have been happy with shows like three four hundred people a night with you know just like scraping by like that that you know in a in a work sense but you know like i would have been happy with that and i I, i've been doing it for so long and to be able to just jump in this and something that's already established it has been it it was really like a like pinch me moment where i just really uh couldn't really believe it And it, and it all happened during the coronavirus the beginning of that so it was like it felt not real for a really long time <laughs> oh, you yeah. know like we it couldn't really be a reality for such a long time where i kept thinking like okay is this gonna happen like is this gonna be another moment in my life where like i think something's about to happen and then it falls through thankfully i'm here in the uk playing a big festival nice. and it all worked nice. out finally but. yes <laughs> Good. yeah i think i think it is it is pretty cool actually having that energy around because yeah. i think for a while like there are times where it's like oh yeah we're back in the UK you know so it's like it is cool to see to be with someone there it's like first time playing this festival like you know it is good to have that but I also do feel like we sort of have a renewed excitement in general just because the coronavirus and everything that had happened it's like you know we all spent so much time sitting around being like are we ever gonna you know do that like even today actually I had a little moment where I'm sitting there I'm like I'm really grateful to be back here because it's like for a while I I remember thinking in my head actually like are we ever going to tour overseas ever again like you know what I mean so so yeah so I think the mixture of his excitement and just sort of that new perspective from the pandemic is uh, Hmm. definitely get some good vibes going so yeah yeah, what was the um, first show like back after Corona do you remember that first show I fucked up the very first five seconds of being in the band <laughs> yeah we still here today so you yeah we still made it but yeah. we, we hopped up on stage it was our very first performance I don't I'm probably one of the most nervous I've ever been in my life and uh, it was a, a show at, in Chicago it was a hometown show and 
uh, we were all getting on stage and I kind of tripped on oh. my way onto the stage oh, and it no. popped the cable out of my uh, in-ears yeah. and we got on stage and I plugged it in right away but I kind of didn't really know where we were and I was just so disoriented and nervous that the band started playing and I missed the count-in and so I came in four bars late to start the song (laughs) and so I was off and the band was off and we all started looking around at each other like what the hell's going on and then Dave, our guitar player, just waved his hands, said, "Let's start over again." <laughs> so he went on and had to start the track again, and I and and everyone came back on, and I, and I had a solid like five minutes in my head, pretty much that entire song, just being like, "Did I actually just fucking do that?" <laughs> yeah. Like my this is my first uh, you know uh, sh- you know performance and showing who I am and whatever to people in real life, and then I and then I missed it. But thankfully, the show ended up being great, and now it's a talking point. And now when we play in Chicago every once in a while, people are really like, oh, I was there at the first show when you fucked up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Fuck you, but also don't fucking remind me about that. I hear it myself. Yeah. It's like a perfect outtake moment straight away, though. Like, yeah. I mean. Yeah, get that, get that shit out yeah, of the way. Yeah, get it done straight away, and yeah. then you're fine. Plus, yeah. I think, like, if we'd went on, played it perfectly, and it, you know, because you said it ended up being a great show anyway. Like, if you had done that, and it had just been a normal show anyway, you wouldn't have that fun memory of <laughs> totally. Like, oh, yeah, it would have just been the first show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now it's the first show, and I missed oh, them. No. Yeah. Mad, but yeah. I I hope you haven't had any any more like that since. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I forget lyrics all the time. <laughs> it's easily done. It's hard. To, yeah, yeah, no, it's easily done. Well, especially when you've got a, a mixture of songs that you've written lyrics for and songs that you haven't written lyrics right. for. So, like, totally, you got to remember both different sets, I guess. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Mad. <laughs> well, how how have you seen the dynamic of like the audience since since this new era of the band? Because, like, if I'm deadly honest, like, I was a real friends fan, but wasn't massively into the band. But when you released Nervous Wreck, that really resonated with me uh, a lot. And since I've like really caught up to date with the latest material and being really glued to that, have you seen a, a, a big mixture of new people coming on board, but also other older fans like being happy with, with this direction? And then a new, a new, because always a new vocalist is always like kind of the hardest to, to bring in because it being so set forward. Yeah, I, I think actually um, it was one of those things for us that was a very sort of I mean it's a big move to make you know I mean I always say that the vocals in a song and like lyrics and everything that's a universal instrument it's like everyone kind of picks up on that you know and uh, I definitely think we sort of like overhyped it in our head of like oh my god like are people gonna be like I hate real friends like you know what I mean and like honestly I think now we've gotten to a point where it's like it's not even really talked about that much like nice. there's fans that shows that are like yeah I saw you 10 years ago I saw you 5 years ago now I saw you you know a year ago and now now and like it's just sort of like there's not this big like sort of thing about it it's like they love new real friends they love old real friends they just love it all and I think that that's something that before we did it I didn't really think about I thought it was going to be like old real friends new real friends like where, which side are you on yeah, you know and yeah. it's like very. it made me really respect our fans a lot more for just being so open minded and just like just so loving you know I mean like we just did a tour with Knuckle Puck in the states and like we all said that was our most favorite tour ever nice like of the band's existence like um, so yeah so it's it's been really cool but there also have been 
quite a few people that you know the only real friends they know is you know they saw us a year ago for the first time with cody and um so so it's cool to kind of see that mixture and also see that growth as well you know there, there really is so much like so many different types of people that are like new fans old fans and then the people who are also like kind of the we're in the in between that we had to win over and there was like a little bit of a winning over period where like right out of the gate we had a great response honestly a better response than we were anticipating which was really nice to see and then there are still people that come up to me being like I really wanted to hate you like people have told me that <laughs> people have straight up come to me after the show being like I really wanted to hate you but you're doing a great job and I like some of your new stuff so keep that's it going awesome. I'm, oh, I'm just yeah. happy the band's still around yeah you know? that's awesome yeah, yeah. That, is, that, is, uh, that is the best really with yeah there's nice so they, yeah, it's nice that they've said that to you because yeah, I yeah. just used to get oh I hate you yeah and in, general. Like, in general in general people say that I'd be shit like for online for more. I'd be like they'd be like oh, I hate you yeah but no 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 that's it that's it oh, fuck. yeah dog shit thankfully they've all of that's been saved for online I haven't had any tomatoes thrown at me yet good good well what's um what's next with the band what's the plans going forward I mean, I mean a lot of touring in the books yeah. I'm sure but. so we, we we have a whole bunch of festival stuff for the summer plan um after this we're doing some shows with neck deep and so what fest and excellency fest and just you know filling our summer up with that and we're also busy writing uh more we're always writing basically always working on new music so we do have uh that coming up we have studio dates coming up for writing sessions and all that and then uh some more stuff after that we, you know we're always trying to stay ahead of it but <laughs> we, with 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 how things have been going with the band and seeing that the reception is well and that we're having some of our best tours that we've ever had uh we want to take full advantage of that so we're just trying to stay on top of it and planning our whole year out basically nice amazing awesome amazing. well fantastic to hear uh, guys thank you so much for taking the time uh, very excited for the set later on and yeah hopefully we can do one of these again in the future Awesome. Thank you Thank very you. much for Thank your time. You. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Sapnin Podcast! Sapnin! 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 It doesn't sound as cool when Americans say it. Sapnin. Well, we found yesterday a lot of Americans started trying to do the Welsh accent. Mm, yeah, of mimic us. Yeah, I, I feel like when Americans we, we do... We all do that. When Ameri- we <laughs> all terrible. do it, but I try not to do it as much as some of the other people in our group. But I will say this. We sound absolutely stupid doing it. You sound like when we do like put on like a UK accent, it sounds like over posh. So it just sounds Australian. There's only one way to find out. I'm not doing it. Oh, (laughs) damn. Um, Yeah. No, but but we sound thick anyway. Like I sound like I'm talking through soup all the time. So it's the Welsh thing. It's not good. It is. It is. But it's great. Anyway, (laughs) let me introduce our guests. (laughs) Jesus Christ. We've got the fantastic Aaron Gillespie and the mighty Spencer Chamberlain of Underoath with us right now. How was yesterday for you guys? It was so sick, man. Was I was great. really surprised. You know, we haven't been here in five, five and a half years. Wow. And the UK and Europe has always been our big question mark. Out of all the countries in the world, like, that's always the one we're like, ah, I don't know. Really? And always. Yeah, yeah, always. Always been the one that's a kind it's of It's always been a tough thing for us. Tough to break through. Um, and yesterday was fucking fantastic. Can I say fuck? Yeah. 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 Okay, fuck. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was awesome, man. Like, we... We're pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I think that for us, you know, we've been really fortunate all over the world to play for great crowds. But in England, it's always been hit or miss. Um, and yesterday was like, it was the probably the best show we've ever played in England. 
That seems no. so strange. Yeah. That you, yeah that you it is our first time ever doing slam dunk. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. Time. yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it's strange because yeah. there always seems to be like a cult following for you guys Mass, over yeah. here in particular. Like you always seem to be everybody, one of the people. Everybody I know likes Slam <laughs> What do you mean? I, I don't. Yeah. yeah that's strange. Weird. The UK. It's it's hit or miss. But th- that's not saying it's bad. It's just sometimes it's awesome and sometimes it's. Not, I, I think. Well, a lot of it mainland Europe is what's tough, really. So a lot of American bands get over here, and you're stuck over here for a month, and you're, and you're, the shows in between the good shows are like, what are we doing? You know, <laughs> yeah. like. So I think it's it's it's, it gets tough for bands that are you know selling out shows to come places where they're like, whoa, this is like a bar, you know, like. So I I think that just being back and you know I think post COVID we all we all have like a new sense of just happiness and just appreciation and we're just stoked to be here and i think we're really excited about coming back which i don't think we used to be able to say i think most american bands associate the uk and europe as one tour because yeah. it typically it is yeah, one yeah, tour yeah, to yeah, it yeah, typically yeah. is over this way and europe is hard really hard to break through in mainland europe is re- like in italy and france and Poland. it's hard and so I think for us, like, we always would do okay in the UK. And then when Russia was still a thing, you know, we would yeah. go play in Russia and it would be massive. But everything in between was always, like, kind of shit, you know? Like, people just wouldn't sh- turn up. Hit or miss. Hit or yeah. miss. Sometimes in Germany, there'd be great shows. So it just but was then, like, like... another Germany show might not be, you know, like, like a different city. And I, I yeah, I... Very, very hit or miss, and it does it. This is the first time, like he just said, this is the first time in our career. We've been touring twenty years this year. This is our first time where there feels like there's hope over here. Oh. Do you know what I mean? We're yeah. like, like we're excited to come back. Like I wish we were here for longer right now. You know what, what I mean? What would you put that down to? Do you think it's just kind of like the evolution of how things have changed and a kind of resurgence for certain scenes or anything? I was or? just about to say, I believe that it's it's rock music doing its thing again. You know what I mean? I we like- also didn't really have a record label over here for the longest time. Okay. Like I don't think we got the proper label side of publicity over here as we did in all the other countries and I think now like Unreal is on a new record label with new music and things are exciting and radios there's things that didn't used to happen in the past like there's serious radio there's streaming there's all this stuff that it doesn't matter where you live you get it all and I think the first part of our career it wasn't that way and it was tougher over here and now it's just gotten better and hopefully it continues to get better and better for us as Unreal to be able to like Hey man, let's do do a Europe tour off this record as opposed to like maybe we'll do a Europe tour, a Europe UK tour on this record. Maybe we won't. Like the last record, we didn't because it just didn't make sense financially. But when we can and it does make sense because there's more people coming and more people showing up, it's like we'll do it every record because we do. We are finding things that we really love about being here and connecting with these fans that don't get us once a year like in America and Canada and Australia and South America even like we feel like we go to other places more than Europe and UK and I don't want that to be the case you know so it's great to have our first trip since COVID be like so so fun and great <laughs> successful yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well yeah. lucky for Britain really because <laughs> yeah imagine if it, it didn't go too great then you you'd not want to come back and then we'd all be gutted that under oath oh. we'd be coming back yeah it's uh we're 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 stoked, stoked man. Stoked and su- surprised, and, we, and, and we do love it here. Like, like we, we just love walking around and just 
experiencing shit it's fun yeah. well on the flip side of all of that is it quite interesting for you guys now to see the whole next generation of rock artists have you as such a big influence because it seems to be so much of that generation state that when like in other interviews and things there's a band Holden Absence who are massive over here and their singer constantly goes on about you guys is it kind of weird to, to see that come full circle now that you've kind of had your DNA on the next generation of artists I mean I, that's, that's I mean I, that's cool <laughs> yeah I mean I know that I, we're such music fans first you know nerds about it we just spent 30 minutes over there talking about it and I think we talk about everything but our own record yeah and I th- you know I think for us we're such fans first so to have somebody you know have that sort of affinity for us and use us in that position you know of are they a UK based band yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. yeah, I haven't heard of them in the states really so they yeah. probably haven't popped in the states yet yeah they've they've gone over and done a couple of smaller runs just and they, kind I of think breaking they, through over there yeah I think they did that Blue Ridge Rock Festival and stuff uh, as well yeah um, but yeah, they're, they're they're going over there more now. But yeah, yeah, he, he cites you as one of his biggest. Influences. I think for us, you know, like it's cool to be in that position. Yeah, because we, I mean, we're fans first, like I said. So we have all of this history of our own lives where once we, you're not a fan anymore. For example, if that band you just mentioned saying that they're fans of us, if they get super big and they stop becoming fans, that's probably when their band will start to. Whew, like we we've always kept that. I think like the reason why Under Oath has stood the test of time is that we are music lovers. We we go to shows when we're not playing shows. We listen to music when we're not creating music. We love this. We we feel like we're fortunate to be able to do what we do because we love music so much and we love. We are big fans of tons of bands that we you know like we can sit here and talk about anyone from Slipknot to Oasis and everything in between. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think, uh, you know, to be part of someone's journey like that is is really honorable. You yeah, know? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you guys are always creative and always doing something, if it, whether it be other projects or working with other artists, because I know the two of you separately do a lot of that. How much do you think that affects the kind of just mindset for Under Oath, but also having a break and going away and putting yourselves in other situations sure. and other circumstances? I, I mean, for me, I just want to make shit, man. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the only way I, I believe creativity, like especially in music, is like a muscle, and if you don't use it, you lose it. And I, and I and what I mean by that is not like make something, make too much. What I mean is more like if you don't stretch that muscle, that shit's gonna deteriorate. And what I mean by that is making different stuff. You know what I mean? Something strange, something that's yeah. out of your wheelhouse a little bit. I couldn't I couldn't write heavy music all the time like I do need a healthy break from Under Oath and creating with Under Oath but I think that space makes it exciting when we work together again I work on you know we both work on different shit all the time like I've got a pop project he does a lot of writing for people we both write on other people's records and he writes every day in Nashville with artists and like but I think the space that we give for Under Oath is important because if I were to work on a heavy song every day, I'd want to probably kill myself. We were around <laughs> it all the time. We were yeah. around it every day yeah, yeah, for our whole lives. Like, I need a break, and I want to like remind myself of what things made me fall in love with heavy music. Like, True. what feelings made me excited before anyone gave a shit about my band? Like, what was it that I was after? Because if I don't get that, then it just kind of starts to get mediocre. 
and I need that feeling and I don't get that feeling from a lot of people which is why I don't listen to a lot of heavy music it's not because I'm an asshole I, I check out all my friends and everyone that's relative and anywhere on tour with I'll listen to all of it check it out but I, my, it's not my go to until something really hooks me and I'm like fuck what is that like that feeling you got when you first heard like early Marilyn Manson or Deftones or Nine Inch Nails when you're like what am I here you know like those like <gasps> moments in your life you know yeah um, have you um have you sleep talk have you checked out sleep token yet they're a British band sleep we have checked token. out sleep token we have yeah I'm not I don't have anything bad to say I I people are loving it I maybe I just don't get it yet I I, I just haven't I think listen whenever there's big to do of rock music I'm on board you know nice. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm cool. stoked that it's going well. I'm really are, happy for them. Everywhere I look, someone's talking about it. It's so, massive right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah, probably one of the bigger bands in British metal at the moment. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Well, guys, before you uh, head off, because obviously you got to prepare for a uh, uh, set on the main stage in, in just a little bit. You mentioned this new record. Um, what's one thing you're really excited for people to uh, experience with this new music you've been working on at the moment? Just the progression of what we do. Yeah. You know, we never make the same thing twice. That's a thing that we've always done. And I think this is just in that vein. You know, this is something you haven't heard from our band. So, yeah. On the heavy side and the melodic side. Yeah, I both feel like, sides. I feel like the heavy stuff from our record that will be... It'll probably be out early next year. But you'll have songs throughout the year. Nice. Singles and releases or whatever. The melodic stuff is things that we haven't touched on as a band really and the heavy stuff is the heaviest shit we've ever put our hands on either at the same time so there's like these polar opposites of this record but all sounds cohesive uh, so nice. that's pretty exciting class nice. yeah well, for can't, sure can't wait to hear it thanks guys for taking the thank time thank you man really appreciate, appreciate you guys yeah. looking forward to the set and uh, hopefully we can catch up with you again very soon yes we'll see you over there see you in the pit yeah yes. awesome awesome Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sapnin! Sapnin! Sapnin. Oh, nice! And in Welsh! <laughs> a Welsh accent, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, currently at the moment, we are joined at Slam Dunk Festival by the fantastic Lingan of Paris. Yes! But... I must, I must explain to you on my podcast. I have this thing <laughs> where bands with the V uh-huh. 
I pronounce the V. Yeah, it's fine. Pavaris. Yeah, it's it's it comes with the territory. <laughs> Does any, has anybody ever seriously called you Pavaris though? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know what to say. I'd, be, yeah. I'd read it weird. <laughs> when SZA first came out, I was like SZA. <laughs> we're like it's SZA. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, naming a Wu Tang Clan would be quite difficult, oh, though, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> Riser, Jaiser. They can't be called Riser, Jaiser, can they? But yeah, there we are. But. Uh, but it was, it was weird how for a while that was a very popular thing there was, seemed to be a trend after Paris came out of loads of people like changing yeah, fees Paris, yeah, man, yeah. and everything was it weird to see that afterwards and then it kind of die off and then you're still around but then no one's doing those kind of weird changes I didn't really notice it to be honest or if I did see it I, I didn't think we were responsible for that because I feel like we saw it before too because we we, legally we had to change the name and when that happened we were like Turn the A to a V. Yeah, kind of makes sense. <laughs> they were doing it in like medieval times, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah or maybe yeah. not medieval, but yeah, way back, back in when. the day. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Was, was they were the OGs. <laughs> was there any other name potential names that you went through before you went? Let's just give it a V. No, oh. we were like, let's try and keep it. How do we do this? We were like, maybe an exclamation point or like the double S, double R, or the dollar sign S. Oh. That, one, that one was didn't make sense, yeah. but no. um, yeah. Yeah, when was that? When that was in two thousand, I think two thousand thirteen. Just out of high school. Yeah, the dollar yeah. sign. Yeah, the dollar sign would have, <laughs> would have been quite prominent back then as well. ASAP Rocky yeah. was ASAP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's had a bash at it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh Paris with a dollar sign no. <laughs> But how's your slam dunk uh, experience been so far? I know there's been mad traffic and everyone's kind of running around, but how are you doing? How's how's things? It's been good. We we just rolled up, so yeah. thrown to the wolves. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's good. Apologies. I'd rather I'd rather get here and like do this and then have a little downtime before the set, so it's all good. Nice. Well, how long have you been in the UK? I got here on Thursday or Friday. Oh, nice. Friday. Nice. Still jet lagged somehow, but mm. or not Friday. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking to Maggie Lindemann just now, and she's been here for a week, and she's oh, yeah. still still super jet lagged. Yeah, okay. it's tricky. Like for me, I think because since I've landed it's been pretty packed like I haven't had a day off and it was like press day and then straight into rehearsals which are pretty much all day and um, I think it's like a way to like get some of your time back so I'll be like dead tired when I get back and I'll, but I'll be like I want like two hours alone though so I'll like put a show on or whatever and stay up later than I should and then to wake up I'll be like okay if I wake up early I'll have a little bit of time before everything gets crazy which like makes you lose sleep but yeah. I'll catch up one day yeah, <laughs> nice, yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the trick of always being on the road though I mean you yeah. what is sleep after a while what is sleep but yeah <laughs> you just do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I've always found the UK is almost like a second home for Paris in a lot yeah, of ways because like I remember around the first album you guys seemed to blow up here instantly uh, on that first time over with like We Are The Ocean and Loading Atlantis yeah. and those kind of bands I mean how does it feel when you come back is there like a lot of fun and fond memories from the UK especially from the early days yeah absolutely I think every time I come back I'm just waiting for like the other shoe to drop or for it to start like <laughs> declining but it stayed very consistent maybe even been growing I don't really know but I'm just grateful that it's still happening 
But yeah, I, I, every time I come over, I'm like, okay, <laughs> really grateful that uh, people are still showing up to see us. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like you. Yeah, it's like you're thinking like I used to. Like, uh, oh, they're gonna find me out any second. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna get caught. But yeah, no, you like yeah, like you said, like it's been growing for you. It's been amazing, amazing to watch from the outside. And um, yeah, we're we're really good friends with Ailey Connolly, yeah. and she yeah. she's she's the best. she absolutely the best. adores An you. Angel from heaven. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Because she used to be my old band's um, PR years ago, and I remember it. Yeah. Um, when she was doing us when she like took you guys on and she was like I've got this new fucking band you want to check them out and she she is ride or die with you guys <laughs> she's amazing it's good good to have her back yeah do you, do you have any like memories from the first time you came over to the UK and, and that tour with uh, We're the Ocean and Urban yeah. Antis in particular I remember we we were in a sprinter and I just remember like loving the drives just because everything was so green and pretty um, and surprisingly short compared to the US as well it's so short everyone complains over here and I'm like you don't even know yeah. <laughs> people complain over here if you're not playing like 20 minutes oh, away yeah. from their house yeah yeah but in America oh, I, mean, I just mean like for driving but oh, no, yeah, you see a little I mean. bit yeah, of that yeah, too that's what I mean. like so if you're yeah if you're not paying 20 minutes near their house they're like I'm not traveling it's too far and then in America you're like I'm gonna travel four hours <laughs> to go to a show yeah it's people in the UK are fucking spoilt what a bunch of bastards like it's yeah. all just what you're used to yeah it's alright mad do you uh, what, what is what has been the I, I guess I, I guess outside of flights what is the longest you've had to travel for like a gig or a festival or anything outside of flying um I don't know in the states it'll be you'll have like 13 hour drives sometimes so wow yeah but i love driving when, whenever we do like a run that's in a van or if it's like festivals or whatever um i always thank you very much i always love uh driving so during the pandemic once things kind of started lifting i went on three road trips oh, across wow. the country across the u.s that's like a two and a half three day wow drive non-stop nice um so i love that so that doesn't really count or answer <laughs> your question but um yeah i don't know yeah, i don't know no. what the longest one's been usually like 13 hours probably that's interesting though like did you find that road trip like just quite inspirational kind of getting yeah. to see a lot of stuff yeah i think I th i'm sure you get this like you're if you're so in motion all the time and mm. you have to stop it yeah. you don't really yeah. know what to do with yourself and very much so. um it kind of like scratched whatever itch that is or felt like a purpose to have a destination even if it was just to like go see family or stop somewhere but yeah nice. cleared my mind yeah yeah what, what did you see on the road trip was any good uh, stop off points not really <laughs> it Just wasn't it wasn't like a um, a scenic one oh, okay. I, I was like trying to get to and from, from for some stuff but it was yeah. uh, I was like I'll drive instead of flying because nice. it's yeah. safer I couldn't do uh, yeah, yeah. I've just a lot of uh, tumbleweeds oh. through the desert I know they weigh nothing and they won't do anything to your car but anytime they Still, blow in front yeah. of my yeah, car yeah. I'd be like ah! oh, Jesus Christ. yeah I'd scream um, I noticed that some birds will play they'll play um, what's what's the game when they'll like run in the street and then run out um, it's not chicken but something else oh um I don't know if there's I, a yeah, game yeah I know what you're, I know what you're wrong about um 
So it's a coward. It's not coward, is it? No, it is chicken. Is it chicken? It's chicken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Birds will play chicken, ironically. Um, <laughs> especially in like Kansas and Texas. Like driving through there, I noticed there'd be so many birds that I'd be like, they're going to hit the oh, windshield. Yeah. They'd dive in, they'd zoom off, or they'd be like stood by the end and then kind of jump in and then fly oh. away. And I noticed it Why, so yeah. much. I was like, they're just having they a laugh. They must be so bored. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so bored, they're almost suicidal. Yeah. There's <laughs> fuck all to do around here. Who's car coming? Watch this now. That's truly what it felt like. I was like, these birds are fucking with me. They're... I just having a laugh. I just had a realization that someone's listening to this going, Oh, Lynn's on Chapman. Let's talk about suicidal chickens. What's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I wasn't yeah, really expecting right. that. Yeah. But also, kind but, of was. But, but yeah, uh, that's this podcast, yeah. don't Nobody was expecting any of the chats we've ever had. So. If you or a loved one is suffering with suicidal thoughts, please contact, insert, <laughs> yeah. insert a phone number here, edit it in. It's not Fla- a laughing matter. Flap your wings forever, I believe. Oh, the, uh, the charity, yeah, there's a charity for suicidal birds. <laughs> Is that I, it? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Right, anyway, um, do you know what it's called? I f- I f- oh, so here we go. Ill eagle. <laughs> Ill eagle. <laughs> no. No. Never I mind. Get it, I get yeah, it. <laughs> never mind. Anyway, you two carry on. I'll be you a question. I'll be you a question in my life. We've uh, we started asking bands just because we've had some uh, weird responses. But has there ever been like a really weird venue you've played, or just like a weird show circumstance of somewhere you're like, oh, this wouldn't normally make oh, sense so to play? So many. Yeah? We've played on a boat in Budapest. Wow. Um, felt very unsafe, but it was very fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, we played in Berlin recently, and there was it, this wasn't like that weird, but there was just a, a giant pillar in the middle of the stage. Oh! So you had to like, yeah. and it yeah. wasn't a big stage; it was pretty small. So you had to like dance around the pole or pole dance if you know how to do that yeah. and are so talented. <laughs> You've got to think how many times those poles have been humped by um. people. Oh, I bet. I thought about that too. I was like, yeah. this isn't original. <laughs> I'm gonna just like hang off of it. There's one yeah. like that in in Bristol. There's a place called the Fleece. And that's got a pole in the middle. And I caught myself playing a gig here once. And then, um, for some reason, in my mind, I was like, oh, lick the pole. Aww. So I licked the pole. And Christmas I, story. I was licking the pole and I was like, oh, think how many disgusting hands and stuff have touched this. No, nah, you're building your immune system. That's, that's yeah, all you're that's doing. True. That's probably, yeah. I can't be armed by COVID <laughs> or conventional weapons anymore. That's it. Now I've completed it. Did you did you ever get COVID? Did I get it? Did you guys At get it? At one point I was really ill doing yeah. it, but I never I never tested for it, so yeah. I don't know if I had it. I was really ill. But I was more still when I had my booster shot. So yeah. I had my booster shot. And that was the day we were interviewing Brandon yeah, Boyd. Yeah, so we had Brandon Boyd from Incubus on Zoom. <laughs> You're there and sweating. I, before it, I got out of bed at 3.30pm, right? Because I was ill all day. I was literally shaking. Oh, no. So we, we went to do this Zoom and I was like, Morgan, I don't think I could speak to Brandon Boyd today. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Brandon Boyd appeared, like the new Metal Jesus as he is, on the screen. And I felt absolutely fine. He is Jesus. He might he well be Jesus. He cured your ailment. Yeah. Your, your Pardon me yeah. while, while he waits. Yeah. 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 I couldn't believe it. He, he Are cured me. Are people calling him New Metal Jesus? No, no he's, he's started this now. I, am, no. That's my I new like thing. it. It's going to be, yeah. be a thing. I also a thing. did a thing at the beginning of that episode. I, I called him, I said, um, singer, songwriter, artist, and never aging mega babe. Brandon that's, Boyd. That's, that's a good setup yeah. for an intro. And then his management after. 
after asked us if they could use that as a merch idea. <laughs> and we were like, yeah. yeah. 20%. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You Come on. What's the best uh, introduction you've ever had or nickname or anything like that? Or what would you like people to... If they, can, if they could, uh, if you could have your own version of Never Aging Mega Babe, what would you prefer it to be? <laughs> Something about being a grandma trapped in a a young woman's body. Oh, okay, fair enough. Okay, we'll work on it. We'll work yeah, on yeah. it. But for the next, <laughs> yeah, now, next we time, we yeah. know for the next. <laughs> yeah. Now, so, yeah, cool. I don't know. I've never thought about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just like asking anybody. Like, <laughs> what, yeah. what, what's oh, your ultimate what's compliment? What's the nice thing you love to you? <laughs> yeah, what would you? <laughs> yeah. The best you looking like? man of all time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What would you like yours to be? Uh, the greatest looking man. Like it, it's not going to be true, obviously, but something along the lines. You just want nice things, don't you? The best looking <laughs> is um. You keep saying nice things and best, best looking. looking. Yeah, best, yeah well, that's, that's the only thing the I can think of. Best looking, best, best looking, best looking. I'm that shallow, right? <laughs> but the only thing that the matters to me. The best looking and not shallow whatsoever. Oh, yes. Hey, there we yes. go. Thank you very much, Lynn. There we are. Yes, oh, that's what I'm going by from now on. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, yeah. Lynn, I know it's a it's a very busy day and everything, so we won't keep you too much longer. I'm um, I'm chilling till they. <laughs> Pull me out of here. <laughs> but obviously, you guys are fun. <laughs> there's been a lot of uh, excitement just in the Paris camp at the moment with this new album, and it's been uh, a long time in the in the works, and there's been so much kind of behind the scenes with it. Um, what in particular about this material are you excited for people to hear? Is it like a certain way of songwriting, or a huge different with these tracks? You you really want people to kind of take in? It's a very good question. Um, I never really set that intention. Yeah. So I don't really know, but I think one thing that was really fun for me um, was I got to, I had a pretty heavy hand in the production and co-producing, so that's a fun little tidbit that I've really enjoyed, and I feel like that's always, I've always kind of done that, but I think this one has the most, it's like the most present and the most you can hear it, um, which I think kind of gives it like a cohesiveness and somehow makes it make sense um but i just had a blast making it i don't know i lo- really yeah. loved it <laughs> and obviously you're gonna be uh, in the uk now for like the rest of the week doing loads of signings yeah. and traveling a lot and stuff so it's, it must be quite fun when you get a chance to do that and travel around the uk without touring it if it makes sense like you know you yeah. actually get into see these places instead of worrying about putting on the show yeah i mean it'll still probably be a rush because we uh, there's somewhere there's like two in a day um and i have to do an acoustic set right. which is never my forte but i think it's a one in a kind experience <laughs> so uh it'll be it'll be fun yeah. but I'm, I'm excited to uh get a little glimpse I, there are cities we've been to before but it's always good to see them more than once and yeah. get a better awesome. picture yeah well, I can't, yeah, I can't wait for this new record. Yeah, um, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time. You're someone we've worn on for ages, and uh, we'd love to do like a full episode with you in the future. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah Let's do great. it. You guys are great fun. Thank you. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Yes! We are joined by Jared and Rob of the Mighty Bowling for Soup. How are you guys? Um, a little hungover. Yeah. Me, 
I am shockingly not hungover. It was yeah. that sandwich that I whipped up last night mm-hmm. before I went to bed. Good job. Yeah. He was hungover for the first two days we were here, though. So um, I deserve this day of not being hungover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I don't guess I'm really hungover. I think I'm just tired. We went for it pretty good last night. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I think anytime you put... It's like a family reunion for us when all of these bands get together. It's like we haven't seen... Zebrahead in a few years, you know, we haven't seen Teenage Bottle Rocket in a few years. You know, it's just like even the less than Jake guys we haven't seen in a few months, which is a lot for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, it, it it always turns into something, you know. Nice. And so, uh, but yeah, doing good. Happy to be here. Nice. Where, where did it all take place last night? The party in. So uh, it it kind of went out of the buses into the dressing rooms for a while, back to the buses, and then. Uh, it gets to the offspring stage. To the offspring <laughs> stage. And then it gets a little blurry after that. <laughs> yeah, nice. But then you ended up in Leeds. It's like, yeah. oh my God. And this is where it all started for our band. This is like the first place we ever played. Was uh, Reading and Leeds Festival in uh, 2000. Right after Let's Do It For Johnny had come out. And so... Uh, there's uh, there's always 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 a good feeling when we're in Leeds. Yeah, yeah, and there's always a great reception whenever you guys play a festival set like this. And just watching the crowd interaction last night was uh, uh, insane. The, the bit where you <laughs> you had the crowd chant, "You guys suck," yeah, and you stopped the band yeah, yeah. and told them that was mean. <laughs> I nearly pissed myself, <laughs> right? Because even before Jarrett was like, because hey, we don't ever like rehearse bits, we don't really yeah. go over anything. But he's like, it came to him like before, like during the day, and he was like, "What if I just say that?" That'd be funny, right? I'm like, yeah, I think people are gonna <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, then I'm, and then I had them chant apologize to me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they were like, sorry, about we're sorry about that. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> we did that earlier. We didn't mean it. That was me. <laughs> so we might try to recycle that one today. Do it. Do it. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah make uh, them apologize to the point where they're like, we will go to the merch tent later on and buy t-shirts and one of each of your designs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we really regret that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I noticed already brilliant. so far today just watching some bands that it's just, I always forget when I'm in England and we're here pretty often, but like the North is just rowdier. Yeah. Mm. Oh, the yeah. crowd has been pretty well, wild. Well, it's a bigger crowd today too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think, and you know, yesterday, bless them, you know, this, this festival, they work so hard and, and this has grown so much. I mean, you know, the first time we did this, we were on the same stage that we're on now and we literally played in like the, I don't know what y'all would call it, but we would call it like a courtyard yeah. of a yeah. university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically like right in front of the university, just out in the grass. And, and that was it, you know, and that was the, and then there was another stage over there. And then to come back to this thing, you know, years later or whatever. And I, I mean, this is comparable to a Reading and Leeds situation now. Yeah. Yeah. And it just this undertaking. So yesterday they had trouble getting all the cars in, mm. you know, and a lot of people were, were stuck in traffic for a while. It just, you know, it just, I really felt for them because, you know, they, you know, when you're put so much work into a festival, I can only imagine when everything doesn't go perfect, it yeah. would just drive me absolutely crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's looking good out there. When I woke up, which was not long ago, guys, <laughs> uh, I literally like went to the back of the bus and I just was looked out to get the lay of the land and the window of our bus looks like literally at right the crowd, the crowd. Wow. just going up and I was just like oh shit can they see me? <laughs> 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 they come oh, I'm gonna get trapped 
Yeah, yeah, I just did there just with everything hanging out. Oh, wow. And that's how you check if they can see you. Like, yeah. Can they see me? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, we're good. Well, one of the things I wanted to talk to you guys is about you've just put out a new covers album. Yeah. It's had a lot of great response. But Rob, in particular, it must be a weird mindset for you that the fact that Bowling for Super has now covered Hey Mario from Patent Pending. And like, even though you're such a big fan of Bowling for Super before you joined, and now you've kind of had that song <laughs> come into this, but like, it must be such a weird thing. It was Jared's to idea to, to do it. Yeah. 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 But it was, so I didn't really think about it until someone brought it up yesterday, where it's 10 years after that song came out oh, originally wow. to the year. So when it first came out, I programmed all those like video game sounds and did it. And we did it this time around. He's like, just do it again. You you already, you knew what you did. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you did. Yeah. Like you know what you did. You know what you did. But he, but he like, and he would just text me going, oh my God. Like, I forgot how tedious this was the first time. Because at first he was like, oh, no problem. I can do that in two hours. Because like, I did it or before. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, yeah, I forgot how long this takes. Yeah. And it's a lot. Yeah. And there's a meme a friend of ours made that it just says, is Rob the first person to be in a band that covers his, his own, own song, song <laughs> you know from his other band and he oh. co- he's a co-writer on that song too so it's like he's sort of <laughs> sort of covering it yeah, yeah, yeah sort like, of not because I've heard people be like yeah, yeah, are, you, yeah, yeah. are you getting paid do you cover yourself you technically when you cover yourself like yeah. now that's so, weird yeah. I don't know it's weird it's right it's a weird word it's a double PRS oh yeah it's coffee it's coffee I now by the way nice it just made sense though because we had we had so many covers out already and the basically I was in the movie theater because I see every kid's movie because I have a 10 year old and we're in there, and the the Mario movie trailer showed, and I was just like, I text him right after. I go, dude, y'all should you should get with the guys and push this, you know, and y'all should do this. And then I I think what ten minutes later I go, no, we should just cover that song. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. get and more listeners to it. it. Let's release it right after, after the movie yeah. comes yeah. out. And, so and he that, even did it. He even texted uh, Joe and Anthony from the band with like a group text, just going like, hey, like. It's not really what you have to do because when you cover a song, you just do it. But it was like a courtesy, like, yeah. "Hey, we're gonna do this. What do you think?" And basically, right away, they're like, "Awesome, do it!" Nice. Right. <laughs> Anthony's it. response was, "You guys pick the best bands to cover." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice, smart. I like it. Nice. I like it. Yeah. I think Joe actually said, "Guys, I want to answer this, but oh, I gotta yeah, get back to I you later." Get, I got, yeah, <laughs> you pulled his move, right? And then yeah, finally, but, he was just like, "Great idea." That was the do end. it. Roll yeah, with do it. it. Go. Nice. <laughs> but, but and so many levels it must just be nice Rob for you to be able to be in this band now after so long of admiring it and Jared I'm sure like it's just a lot of fresh energy within the band as well after going for so long absolutely you know it's funny I was just doing another interview or whatever and I said I was kind of going through you know the years of you know just, there's a lot of re- reflection going on right now because the band turns 30 next year uh, Hangover You Don't Deserve turns 20 next year that's wow, what we'll be touring on yeah. it's crazy right but and, and I, I still find myself talking about him like he's new. He's been playing with us since 2017. <laughs> yeah. I, I it's weird. been in the band a fifth of the time we've you, been at the You were saying the other night when we were yeah. with the Nixons, and you yeah. were talking to Zach about it. Yeah. Like, he's been here a fifth he's of the whole time. He's been here 20% <laughs> of the time, but like, and we still talk about it. But, you, but yes, that did happen. I mean, you know, there's been a, there's been very few hiccups in this band. Um and uh, you know we, we we were really 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 going strong for years and years and years. 2013 hit. We had some personal stuff in in all of our lives going on. We had to take a little bit of a break. Best thing we ever did. We came out of that firing on all cylinders. 
And when he stepped in, um, you know, nothing against Eric. Eric, you know, still making music, doing great or whatever. But there was an energy that he brought. There was a caring that he brought to things. Like, he cared about, like, what songs we were playing live and stuff. And we were all just like, yeah, I don't know, whatever. You know, and, and he'd be like, no, let's play this. And we'd be like, well, we've never played that live. Okay, well, let's work it let's up. Let's just do it. Okay. One, one of the first tours I did, and this is, uh, this, uh, we weren't even playing Almost. I'm like, what are you doing? Let's just yeah. practice that and do it. And like, oh, yeah, okay, that song. And I'm like, how is this not always, what, you know yeah. what I mean? Always yeah. in the set list. It's just yeah, crazy. Definitely, he... He, he just sort of supercharged us. And he's young, and he there's things he hasn't done and things he hasn't seen. And so for us, it's like when we see that through his eyes, it becomes exciting again. And I don't think we're <laughs> jaded. I just think we've been doing it 30 years. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah especially so. after all that time and stuff. But one question I wanted to ask you, have a little bit of fun, because we're at like a pop punk festival. Um, on one of the last Warp tours, you did a merch that said, Bone for Soup, your seventh favorite pop punk band. Nice. Yes, right? Easily, Easily the, the ninth, ninth best left. pop punk right. band okay. in the world. Who's the other eight? Is that, is that <laughs> well, no, if you both had to pick your Mount Rushmore yeah. of pop punk bands, that yeah. makes eight, though. So who would you, uh, who would you have? <laughs> That's, the reason it's difficult, though, is because like people's definition of what pop punk is is know, totally different so across the board. Because, yeah, because, because Billy Joe doesn't want you to consider Green Day pop Right, punk, so they're but, off the board. But they obviously are. Yeah. 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 And like, yeah. I can't everyone can, everyone can agree that Blink-182 is a pop punk band, yeah. so they're certainly unless, but then there's a, like a band like Descendants. Like, Descendants created right? this genre. So they have their Yeah, there. so they have to be on it. You know, I mean, I think probably really for me it'd be like what you consider the big five. Yeah. And and if you take Green Day out of the equa- equation, you'd go... Seems silly, but... Blink, Newfound Glory... Some 41. Probably throw Good Charlotte in there, right? Good Charlotte. Bowling for Soup. Yeah. Nice. Sounds nice. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think... Me. Yeah. I mean, I, there are other ones that are into consideration for that. And I think that people would argue the Good Charlotte thing because of the fact that they sort of like really did cross into a different sort of world. But, sure. But yeah, they're a pop punk band. And they're definitely... I mean, to me too, like, I think about when Good Charlotte, Bowling for Soup, Some 41... Newfound Glory weren't on anybody's radar and we were all playing clubs at the same time you know and nobody was coming to see us and then all of a sudden the genre got you know all, all the small things gets on the radio yeah, and, and then everyone was doing like great. oh <laughs> Jesus Christ there's something to this uh, but yeah I mean I think that's a good big five Nice, fantastic. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, guys, it's been so nice to see you. It's always a pleasure. You too, man. Uh, yeah. Thanks for taking the time. I'm looking forward to watching you again tonight. And yes. hopefully we can do this again very soon. Absolutely. Well, don't tell anybody the bits from last night because we may rob a couple of our own bits and do them again. Okay. Okay. We'll yeah. What did you think about the square pit? Good, uh, yeah. it, it did exactly Good. what I thought it was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> it really folded in on itself, I, didn't it? I found, I found a new term earlier. Um, scene Queen said she had a twerkle pit. Yeah. yeah. Twerkle, yeah. twerkle pit. Okay. Pit. Just get people twerking. Got it. Okay, I like that. Yeah, we're gonna try do that now. I do like the age-appropriate circle pit and just get them to walk very slowly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. It's better yeah. on your knees, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're all getting a day or two older. Yeah. yeah. Nice one. Thank you, boys. Cheers, Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Stop that podcast! Sappening. Oh, nice sappening. <laughs> <Before me. laughs> yes. I like that. Sappening. Sappening. Sappening.
No, 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 they've done it now. It's happening. Yeah, they've done it. Yeah, no, they've done it first. It's happening. This is the first ever beginning of a podcast where the guest has done the sapping before us. Yeah, you flipped it completely big, with big lost fans of the sapping. It was like a fire. I couldn't hold it in any longer. Yeah, I didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got ter- I got sapping Tourette's. Sapping Tourette's. Sapping, sapping, sapping. Yeah, well, keep it up. Yeah, keep doing it whenever, boys. Um, all right. Yeah. We are backstage here at Slam Dunk with Andy and David. We came as Romans. How are we doing, guys? Doing great. Yeah, great. Can't complain. Yep, absolutely. Nice. How was uh, yesterday at Hatfield? So sick. Um, we hadn't been to the UK in so long, so we were, you know, a little unsure how it would go over, and uh, it was awesome. Yeah, it great. Was. Gave us really high hopes for today, too. So nice. It's a hell of a way to return. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. How do you always find the UK? Because it seems to be such a special place for you guys. I feel like they've always embraced the band outside of the States and stuff. Is it just kind of feel like a second home in many ways when you get to come over here? Yeah, I mean, I I think um, we've always had a really great following. I mean, yeah, like London, Leeds and stuff. Um, it seems like we've been able to grow here a little faster than other places in the world. Um, you know, we're always trying to build the, the band in every territory, but um, it seems like we've had a little bit of an easier go over here lately. Nice. Mm. Nice. Well, one thing we've been asking bands lately is uh, the weirdest or most out-of-context venues you've ever played, because sometimes there's some incredible answers. Is there anywhere you've rocked up to play and thought, this is a bit, uh, a bit out there, a bit different? I think a lot of the times, it's like, when we come over here, it's not so much in the UK, but we play like a lot of boats. Oh, <laughs> like a lot of boat. Like we're so many boats. We're a boat band. Yeah, yeah. a lot of boats. Motor boat, boat band. I love boats. Yeah, and like <laughs> loading in, you're like we came as a row. <laughs> yeah, Romans. Oh, 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 you guys love that oh, here. I love oh, it. Oh yeah, get that on a t-shirt for when <laughs> next time you play a boat for just the you, boat. You must. You, oh, that's such a good t-shirt. Yeah. Like, so often we we really should. Yeah. We 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 are like a huge boat band. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we'll play on a fucking boat and, and, and you'll be like. <laughs> And they'll be like, all right, everyone on this side. And, the whole, that, and then everyone <laughs> yeah. on this side. They're like, the boat's uh, shaking. captain's yelling at us. <laughs> Do you know what? I have the, that exact situation. In, in Bristol, there's one called the Thecla. It's a boat that's okay, yeah. more to the thing. We played it. And, no, nice. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we played, played it. Yeah. My band played there, and I tried to um, kill everyone. I wanted us to all kill ourselves together. Yeah. <laughs> so I had the crowd run from one side to the other. Sick. And the, the boat started. But the thing is, it's like... Um, the moorings, the yeah. mooring of the side started breaking off, oh, and they had like shit. electricity um, uh, mains running through it and all this stuff. Oh my a god! A guy had to come down onto the stage and be like, "Listen, you can't do <laughs> you that." See, you got yelled at <laughs> by the captain. Yeah. If you do that again, we're all gonna die. I was like, "That was the point." Like, <laughs> yeah. like, how good would the press be? Like, did, did yeah, this was, guy yeah. have a pirate patch and a pirate? Like, uh, yeah, yeah ver- I can't do that. Yeah, at the very fir- at the very worst, we get lost at sea. And then, oh, yeah, that's, that's good. But yeah, is that's it normally like like cruises and stuff, or is it just random ass boats? boats? No, it's just boats. Just no, wow. no, nothing tied like, up, haven't like, sailed in years. Just boats, <laughs> like like, like low grade bad boats, like <laughs> wow, like with pails, like not like a nice cruise ship. Yeah, nothing, cruises are like above us. Nothing you know, fancy. We like no, we yeah. like playing the, the the rat holes, like yeah. the crappy boats. I've been tied up bunch for fifty of, years. Bunch of rats on a boat. <laughs> yeah. 
It's, like, it's not very no. The, the boats are like a medium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like a medium. A medium <laughs> boat. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty mid. You know? What size is a boat? Wow, it's got to be a medium. It's a medium one. Yeah. You know? It's not a big cruise ship, and it's not you know a raft, but it's, it works. Nice. Yeah, we're a boat band. Nice. Fair oh, enough. Wow. Fair enough. Wow. That's cool. Uh, with the latest record, there's been obviously so much support for you guys on so many different levels. I mean, after sitting on those songs for quite a while and there been so much kind of just chaos in the world, how has it been uh, of the last few months just kind of touring it, seeing the di- different reactions and getting to be like, a full released band again? It's been sick. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. I mean, there was moments, you know, after Kyle passed and everything, where we weren't even sure if like we wanted to keep doing this, hmm. to be honest, and because um, it was hard to, and it was like kind of hard to imagine a future of the band carrying on without him. But we were like, all right, we owe it to ourselves and to our fans to like make some kind of response to what's happened. And uh, there was talks of like just doing an EP or some singles, but we were like, you know, I think we should do a whole record and uh, really like spill our guts into it for ourselves and for our fans. And, you know, and that became Dark Bloom. And it was kind of cool, like through the whole writing process and the recording process, we like fell back in love with this, like working through our own issues. It was so therapeutic. And then, um, you know, we had to wait a long time to drop the record too because of supply chain issues. And we didn't want to... Yeah, and like we didn't... We didn't want to um, drop the record and then not be able to tour for who knows how long. So we kind of sat on it for a long time. And then when it finally dropped, it's just been insane. Like the response, like we saw the numbers that, you know, the way the record was moving was incredible. It was being listened to, sought after, purchased. But then when we actually got on the road finally on it in the States recently, we sold out every single show, the tour, and we went into some big rooms. Like we played uh, like a 2200 cap room, sold it out, played like a 2100 cap room, sold it out. Nice. We went into big rooms for us and it was incredible to sell them out. And then coming here, you know, you always wonder is, is, is this record going to be perceived the same way here as it was in the States? And it has been. I mean, we just did two weeks in the mainland and um, sold out a bunch of shows there too. And did some record ticket sales for ourselves there as well. Nice. So it's it's kind of crazy awesome. when just when things seem like they might be coming to an end. Mm. Like we came out with this cool piece of artwork and it's totally re- revitalized us. And awesome. it's, it's weird being a senior citizen of metalcore no. and <laughs> and still being able to wheel up to the plate and, and, and rip a gigs, but we're, we're still doing it. Well, well, how is it? Being now, like, being in the scene for so long that you kind of are considered, like, staples of a certain scene and stuff. I like the way you worded that staple. He was like a senior citizen and you were like, oh, staples, 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 that is. But how is it? Because, you know, for so long you're always branded as, like, your next big thing, like, up and comers, all this. And then when you make it and, like, you're just kind of there for ages, like... Is it is it weird to see like a whole different generation below you now? Yeah. Yes. It, it is weird. <laughs> it is, especially being like I mean it's fucking cool, but it's it's yeah, it's there's these even like resurgence bands that I don't know, like that that sound like stuff I used to listen to growing up. So you you you've almost lived like a full cycle, then you see it all come back and you're like, Holy shit. But the thing is like not a lot of bands like will always like, you know, go through or, or make it. We were just like even with everything that happened with Kyle, we were just stoked to still be like doing it, and we weren't sure if we were gonna still like like it or enjoy it. But then we started 
touring and seeing this almost like second wind and for so many other bands too like bands like Devil Wears Prada like shit like that it's like it's just cool so we're just we're just stoked awesome nice. I do like the word staples <laughs> and all I can think of now is that we came as Romans owns a boat that would deliver staples <laughs> the staple <laughs> boat yeah. band yeah. the staple boat band <laughs> your favorite staple boat band we came as Romans <laughs> Oh, if that's, oh, that's not a, oh. if that's not a tour now, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, with all that, guys, obviously, what's uh, next in the books and what's coming out? Uh, what's the plans for the future? Is there anything you're really looking forward to? We're gonna to hang it up. Tune <laughs> <laughs> in on boats. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. We're a boat man now. Canals. We played all the boats. There's nothing left. Uh, <laughs> no, we we're actually booked through the end of the year, and uh, I can't say what. Or exactly when, but early 2024, we're coming back to the UK and to mainline Europe for a... The tour is pretty extensive in the UK. It's a little less extensive in the mainland, but we're doing a big run over here with uh, some other bands. And oh. so, it's already confirmed. We're really excited about it. Can't announce it yet, but nice. everyone's got to pay attention to the internet. And okay. <laughs> nice. Cool. Nice. Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I thought he was. We're headlining, though. He's yeah. opening up. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, that's his brother, Ron Jovi. Way different. <laughs> yeah. A little heavier. Ronald yeah. Von, yeah, Ron Jovi, bon Bob Zombie, <laughs> Marilyn Hansen. Big tour. Robert the Zombie. I'm yeah. a big fan of Robert the Zombie. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, cool. Nice. Well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you taking the time. I'm looking forward to the set later and catch you soon. Sweet. Sweet. Cheers. Thank thanks, you. guys. Thank, Thank you. Appreciate it. Sapnin! 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 Yay! <laughs> We're backstage here at Slam Dunk. We're joined by Lolo. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Very good. Very good. This is, um, yeah, second day. Getting a bit tired now. I'm yeah. going to be honest. Yeah. It's, um, it's been a long two days. <laughs> Yesterday was very warm as well. But, um, yeah, how, how's it been for you? How's Slam Dunk been? Slam Dunk has been awesome. It's my first festival in the UK, so nice. that's exciting. It's been a warm welcome for the most part, and the crowds have been awesome, so nice. it's been fun. Yeah. We yeah. said for the most part, well, Yeah, something happened today. Uh, <laughs> did you hear about this? Yeah. I think we yeah. did. We did. If you well, can explain. Okay, so basically, after one of my songs, someone threw a drink at me, um, and it was actually like, I, I would say I'm probably out of everyone on this festival, like the biggest pussy here in a good way. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just like the most pop. Um, but, I, you know, I would think it would be after one of my pop songs but it was after a song that actually went fucking hard so it was like <laughs> what the fuck and so at first I thought maybe he threw it on me because he thought I was hot like I actually didn't know I was like are oh, you trying to cool me down like it was a slushy oh. and I was like oh who threw that and he was like me and what? I was like uh, somebody admitted to it yeah and I was like was that a good throw or a bad throw I genuinely didn't know like because I, I wouldn't think anyone would be that mean and he's like you're shit and oh. then I said to him oh damn like have you never gotten your dick sucked is that what's getting you down <laughs> and then got you, bitch. And then the audience was like, woo. Oh, and then I was like, yeah, I mean, look at you. You look like a guy that I would never suck his dick. And I love sucking dick. So. <laughs> and then the crowd went wild. Wow. And nice. honestly, it was electric. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. The thing is, some people might think that person was a plant. No, that was so <laughs> yeah. good. People like, Can I tell you something? sends people to a gigs to throw slushies at her. I used to like lie in bed awake at night and fantasize about someone throwing something at me ever since I saw this video of Green Day getting like shit on with mud. Um, and I was like, what am I going to do when someone says that to me one day? Because it will know. happen. Because if Green Day isn't punk rock enough, then I sure as hell am not. Um, and then it happened. So I was prepared. Wow. But as, as a, of all things, a slushy. Because normally like a big is, right? It was blue, too. That's why I genuinely was like, does he think I'm hot? He's trying yeah. to cool me down. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm just fucking... But the thing is, 
The drinks here are not exactly the cheapest either. <laughs> yeah. No. So that's to dedicate a whole that's slushy, that's got to be eight pounds worth of slushy. Yeah. I mean, damn, he's a what dummy. A, a yeah. big dummy, yeah. <laughs> what an absolute dick. Is that the weirdest thing to happen to you during a set so far? or like During a set, for sure. I have had some, like, after a set, like, very old men propose to me with, like, actual rings. Um, not what? like an, <laughs> Not like one that cost them a lot of money, yeah, but, like, okay. a little, like, Wow. Plastic one. Yeah. I thought that was kind of odd since yeah. they were yeah. probably That's old enough to be my yeah. father. Shit. Wait, well, on more but. than one occasion. Uh, yeah, it's happened a couple of times. Well, one time Same it was with guy? A, No. <laughs> one time it was with a young fan who was really cute. But when it's like people that are old enough to be my dad, it gets a little bit concerning. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Won't have to be going through you, man, to be like, going to the gig tonight. I think I'm, I'm, gonna g- I'm thinking I'm coming back with a fiance. I yeah. think I'm going to come back with a fiance. She doesn't know yet. Yeah. Oh, that's tr- yeah. That's yeah. really weird. Yeah. They love what? that song so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I must marry the. G- I must marry the writer and creator of this song. Yeah. Um. What about we? Have you played any weird venues yet? Weird. Anything strange? Venues. Um. You know what? Once, oh my god, this is so dark. But like, I'm Jewish, so I can say this. But I played, <laughs> I played this like, like right. It was this like Holocaust to remember. Like, no, I don't even know what the fuck happened. But right before I went, a Holocaust survivor said his story, and then I went up and I was like, "Make some noise!" <laughs> and I'm just like, "This is so fucked." It was wow. this is years ago. Yeah, like, that's gonna be. But it was a very odd pairing. It was a charity event, but yeah. I was like, "How can I just sing after that?" Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say yes. It's a weird support choice, otherwise. <laughs> yeah, and it was Lolo, so, it was a beautiful Holocaust survivor. <laughs> it was a beautiful story and like such like a career. Like it was amazing. Yeah. And then I had to go sing about boys. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't make this shit up. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing it's like playing these awkward weird strange gigs give these brilliant stories like I love these stories yeah. so many bands tell us these weird stories yeah. of doing stuff and it, I've never had I've never had a, you, you, you did I win? did a, I just win the story? You, yeah. have, you, have. you mean support as a holocaust survivor there's a bunch that's of yeah. awkward moments bunch wow. of awkward moments there uh, who opened? Who, who was no, it was him <laughs> oh he did oh just the one support oh God. There wasn't somebody before who like No, there was also him. dancer. It was like a oh, very cool, it was then. an eclectic mix of it was a charity <laughs> event, I don't know. Okay, right. right. yeah. You have been in the UK for a few days now. You've been uh doing a lot of industry stuff and labels and had a quite a big turnout for a gig in London as well. Yeah, outdoors. well I had the heavy metal award heavy music award, sorry, the um, on Friday night. I'm playing I'm opening for Swaco at the Underworld tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Now, have you been to the Underworld before? I haven't. Um, last time I played London, though, it was a great turnout. We did two nights at um, O2 Academy or whatever, but oh, nice. um, I was opening for this girl, Leah Kate. But London is actually my top streaming uh, top streaming city. Is it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, so, underworld will be insane then. Yeah, yeah, so I'm excited. It's super cool. It's like a, a I guess, a famous cult venue. Sick. So many good bands play there. And um, yeah, the dressing room walls are sticky. So keep your... Keep, yeah. Don't okay, touch the I won't lean the against the wall then. Yeah, don't do that. That's my one bit of advice, but yeah, cool. Thank you. With all that as well, what, what else do you have going on at the moment? What can people uh, look out for and uh, expect? I'm working on an album, which is really sick because I've only ever put out EPs, like small projects. Um, I 
I'm putting out another new song soon-ish, I guess, but I'm performing it for the first time um, in London. It's brand new. No one's heard it. I haven't teased it. Wow. So I'm really excited about it because it's my fave. Um, but yeah, just more show. Oh, I'm announcing a big U.S. tour in a couple days. Can't say who yet. I'll tell you guys after the fu- after this yes. turns <laughs> off. Please do. Yeah. Nice. Thank awesome. You. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank it's been you. lovely of to course. meet you. Thank yeah, you for thank taking you. the time. No worries. No, thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you. See you soon. Awesome. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Sapnin! 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 Nice! We're backstage at a Slam Dunk Festival and we are joined by JT and Mark of Hawthorne Heights. Yes, back again. Back again. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having us back, man. Always good to talk to you. Like the Renegade Master back once again. (laughs) But yeah, how's your day been so far? It's been awesome. It's uh, it's great to first of all to see sunshine in yeah, your wonderful UK, country. Yeah. Thank you for bringing uh, it. Yes, and uh, seeing everybody walking around, being in like a cool area like this, the forest, the woods. It's uh, it's really cool. reminds us reminds us as what summer's supposed to be like as musicians. And you know, it's a banging lineup. It's great for us to see friends that we haven't seen in a long time but also just as fans watch a bunch of great artists yeah well funny you should say that Sean Sean Mackin told me to um, tell you that he sends his love alright yeah Sean's a great guy we've known him for a long time he has not taught me how to play violin yet, yeah. but any day now. Yeah, but does day. he know? He, he has the, does know. he know or is it on track? <laughs> I don't know. We, no, I can't confirm or deny, but I. But good people. Good yeah. people. We love yes, them. Rumor has it yellow card with the first band to ever have track. <laughs> so that's where the violin no. has been all of he's this got, time. He's got a marker on that, but last time we talked to you guys, you um, started by expressing your love for an English breakfast. So you've been over here now for the last few days absolutely how many english breakfasts have you had every morning and have they been up to standard every morning uh well we've had a couple that were at like kind of boutique style hotels okay a little too modern yeah Mm. Uh, yes Mm. but we have had a couple at cafes which are the best i like the ones that are you can't even tell what what place you're in. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. You just walk in and you're like, "This is going to be good." Uh, but yeah, every morning it's great. It's uh, a couple of us have taken the tradition, and we in the winter time we'll make it a couple times a month. Oh wow! And, uh, 
Yeah, our sausage is entirely different than yours, though. And I'm not saying better or worse, just entirely different. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Still big fans. We haven't lost it. What about what about black pudding? How, how do you know? No fucking way. Nobody in the band? <laughs> not happening. Not sappening. Hey, there uh, I've tried it a couple times. Not not for me. Not for me. Oh, I, I love it. It's like <laughs> salty, delicious goodness. You just have salt, though. That's where you, you have mean. to forget that it's just pig's blood and Ooh. fucking. Oh. Why? Well, and you guys grew up with it. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. you've had it's it's in your blood. It's in your history. That's you true. invited us here when we were adults and tried to get us to eat it for the first time. <laughs> it's a totally yeah. different vibe. It's a different totally concept. Different vibe. Oh, totally different vibe. Totally different completely. So, uh, you guys have done a few warm-up shows last few yeah. days. I was actually at Southampton last night. Uh, uh, seeing you guys um, bit of a weird moment but a sentence you said that I loved was it was quite warm there there was uh, two people kind of arguing after a song getting a fight and you said the words hey don't be the guy that has a fight at the Hawthorne Heights show that's bad vibes and I thought yeah you don't you don't want to be the guy who has a fight at the Hawthorne Heights show you just want to be the guy who enjoys it absolutely you know our, our music is always the purpose is hope and love and to bring people together and have all walks of life feel included every once in a while you know like they get a little bit feisty out in the crowd <laughs> so you gotta just tone them down and most of the time it's just you know like they see red for a second like a bull you just gotta calm them down normally I'll just talk to them let the vibe dissipate uh, yelling at them does not do anything it's like children yeah so you just relax but yeah you know every once in a while it happens but we want everybody to have a good time you know people have anticipated it for months they wait they pay their hard-earned money we want them to leave as happy as when they got there yeah, I, I find it mad that people fight. Like, you know, at hardcore shows, I get it. If you get spun cucked, spun cucked, spun cucked, that's Whoa. weird. Yeah. Sp what spun hardcore, what spin hardcore shows are you going yeah. to? I go to different hardcore shows than everybody else. Yeah, if you get cucked at an hardcore show, it's good on you. I get it, but yeah, do you get many fighters then at the. Do you get me hold on fights, I suppose? We, you know, it, it's kind of funny because we will tour with like. You know, like on Warped Tour and stuff, we would play with like Stick to Your Guns and mm. bands like that. And they would be watching us from stage and we would be watching them from stage. And every night, every day during Ohio is for Lovers, somebody's in a fight. And I'm, and I'm always looking back at them and I'm saying, you guys aren't violent. We're the violent ones right here. To be a pussy is more like, that's yes, what you guys want to change. Exactly. You guys are soft. You're weak. We bring the breakdowns. But yeah, every once in a while, but it never ceases to amaze us. A lot of times people will be coming out of mosh retirement. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, they're they're just finding their way back and they don't realize I actually don't like moshing <laughs> and I don't want people touching me. Yeah. And uh, so that's when the fights start. But, you know, normally it's cool. I've never seen anybody get knocked out or anything. It's always just a shoving match. Yeah. But you can always see it's getting ready to pop off. Yeah. So that's when you like you get them to relax a little bit. Nice. Well, yeah, you dealt with it very well. But we've uh, we started asking a few bands lately the weirdest venue you've ever played because there's been some answers we've had of like places where you would not expect people to put on gigs is there anything that yeah. comes my, to your mind mine is a bull ring i played a bull ring in spain once 
That's badass, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in a way, yeah. Like when, it, yeah, when it's not a musical, fe- like when it was a musical um, venue, yeah. it's a theater of death. So uh, it's a bit strange, but yeah, it was, it was I weird. Mean, we have definitely been down some weird roads yeah. for sure. Um, just recently, we threw a music festival called Hawaii is for Lovers, and it was basically in the middle of a water park. Wow. So it just made you feel like you were a kid again. Yeah. And uh, you just look around and you're like, somebody's going down a water slide right now, <laughs> and I'm playing an emo song. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of... Together at yeah, last. It kind of messes with you a little bit. Or like playing on a cruise ship, you're like, holy shit, we're now a cruise ship band? Like, emo has lasted 20 years, and we can now perform on a cruise ship? I don't know whether it's, like, awesome and badass due to the longevity, or if we've just graduated into a genre of cruise <laughs> attendees. Um, but, yeah, and, you know, we've done a lot of the basements and DIY hardcore shows and stuff like that in, like, we love an adventure. That's what music is. So, like... If you can figure it out, we can figure it out. You know, we're not going to be touchy about anything. Like, if you, if I can hear my hear one vocal, let's fucking go. You know, that's that's what punk is all about. That's what emo is all about. Just this music scene. All of this stuff started in non-traditional venues, rental halls, stuff like that, and now we're all out here in these massive stages and this this wonderful festival called Slam Dunk that has kind of been here through all these years and kind of grown with all of us and it's yeah. it's incredible to see amazing amazing uh, one other thing you said at the show is how people of this scene I tend to poke fun of the songs and the bands they were listening to when they were younger, but the generations before us didn't, especially when you got like people like Black Sabbath and Zeppelin and being fans of that. Is it weird seeing that, but also everyone being celebrated again with all these anniversaries and festivals like when we were young and Slam Dunk and Emo's Not Dead being a very forefront online? Is it been quite weird to see like the popularity and like the comedy value in this music as well as the seriousness and its affected people yeah definitely that's a good question a good way to word it um you know i was explaining that when we first started writing this music it was all about you know like heartbreak or mental anguish and and stuff that we were going through or stuff that we had been going through as kids and so everybody kind of took to it because of that you know everybody struggles for some reason or another but the best part about it now is that it swung back around into adulthood when everybody has made it through the hardest times in their lives and now they use it as an enjoyment tool instead of a coping tool and it makes them remember oh well those bad times that I were having they're gone now and now this music is a celebration that I've made it through the darkness and now the sunshine is out. And that's the most important part of this is that it's great seeing people that like used to look a certain way and now all we can do is joke about how we all had bad hair and we all wore, you know, Still got it. the fringe, you're back, you're full circle. But, uh, and you know, tight jeans and like mascara and stuff like that. And it's, 
it's a, a thing to celebrate not to look back on and be like I can't believe I did that you know what yeah. I mean like it's not like our parents didn't look back on the Beatles and go I can't believe they had <laughs> long hair I can't yeah. you know what I mean it's yeah, like yeah. no nah, it's a classic part of a movement yeah. or like grunge you know like I can't believe I used to wear flannels <laughs> it's like nah that was part of the part of the world and we're happy to be a part of that world yeah nice yeah what a great way of looking at it yeah, yeah that's lovely yeah, nice. It's nice to have that enthusiasm, and as I said, it seems to be such like a, a, a love for music that was got come out so long ago now. And I'm sure, like, it must be weird when you when you see people in the crowd who are maybe like 13, 14 and they've just discovered Ohio's for Lovers or saying sorry or something like that. But then you've also got like people in their 40s who have, have followed you around forever. Yeah, that is that's one of the the best moments of our career and of our lives and if that is what like drives us on is to see the next gen listening to this stuff whether their parents brought them to the show or they just found out about it online or you know they have maybe an older brother or sister or something like that that's kind of what drives you and it doesn't make you feel old you know like a lot of people are like man I can't believe that people are bringing their kids I'm like that's incredible you can't you can't stop age <laughs> but you can continue with grace and still be relevant to people that are young that is the absolute best feeling in music is to be able to spin it in a circle and just be able to come from a place of love Nice. Amazing. Awesome. Well, honestly, so nice to hear those, and thank you for taking the time, man. So good to see you. Uh, you killed it last night in Southampton, and uh, yeah, just appreciate you guys taking the time again. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you guys very much. Thanks for having us back, and uh, you know, we'll always talk to you. You guys are great. I love oh, what you're you. doing. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks so much. Oh, yeah. Sapnin'. 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 Yes! We are joined at Slam Dunk right now by the legend that is the mighty Dave King of Flogging Molly. How are you? I'm really good, yeah. Uh, just got off a nice hot stage here at Slam yes. Dunk. And, uh, yes. I mean, 45 minutes. Jeez, it just flies yeah. by. Yeah. Was it as warm up as, as it looked? No, I mean, you know, I did have a jacket on for like four yeah. songs. Ooh, yeah. so, you know. That's my yeah, that's commitment. Fault, you know? that's that's commitment. I, I was like, he's not going to last. He's going to go down now. Yeah. Keep an eye on him. He's going to go down. He's down. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But so before we started this, we were talking. Uh, we met 10 years ago, probably next month. I guess. When is... Right. No, February, I think it was, uh, Soundwave. So yeah, we've over 10 years ago, we met for the first time. I know, that's and, um yeah, it was it was fucking super surreal to me because um, I've loved you guys for years and years and years. And at the time, we were in Australia, and I was wearing a T-shirt that said "Je Detest Morrissey," and you came over and said, "That's a great T-shirt." And then I give you my other one, and there was only two in existence. I've lost mine. Well, I, I didn't lose mine. Nice. I still have it. Yes. Nice. So uh, you're not getting it back. <laughs> so there you go. So, I, I, do you know, the other day I considered. I was like. I could print more of them, I think. I think, <laughs> I think at the moment, uh, pe- hatred for Morrissey is higher than ever. So I could probably make a, quite a bit of cash <laughs> out of it. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the man's an ass, but yeah. yeah. Cool, but yeah, uh, yeah. How's things been for you? Yeah, I mean, we've... Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, you've been keeping really busy, you know? Um, everybody, obviously, with the whole COVID thing was like... 
you know, nobody knew when you were going to get back, but we really, we got back in the road as quick as we could. And we've seen things change a lot, you know. Things are starting, to, I'm sure you see it yourselves, you know. It's, it is starting to come back. I mean, it's still pretty, it's still pretty weird, but it's um, more so backstage, you know, certain, especially at your own shows, you know, where uh, venues, it's a bit more mellower backstage. Yeah. And, you know, on one hand, you don't have people stealing your drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But on, but yeah. on the other hand, you know, you know, you, you miss a bit of the banter, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. you've also got too much drink to drink <laughs> yeah. yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. I'm going to have to become more alcoholic <laughs> now because people are going to load back you. The yeah. drink might be yes, bastards. Yeah. More for me. But, but I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's quite a surreal experience because you've been on the touring and festival circuits for so many years. You've seen so many kind of changes and scenes and everything. And then when you come to a, a festival like this and you see such a mixture of music within rock, it must be quite nice to, to know that that's still going on and there's still like a lot of things st strong yeah I mean I'll be honest with you now that's a really good point because um, I remember we did Coachella like wow. at least two times yeah wow and I I even introduced Prince on stage <laughs> like from air stage wait wait wait, wait, wait yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what how did it what how well we were on well, I think we were on the left stage he was on the right stage and before we went on the promoter uh, of the the venue uh, of uh, Coachella came up to you now this is when you finish you have to introduce ladies and gentlemen this is Prince wow wow so what I said was from a king to a prince no but it was I, I nearly my legs buckled more than that than, and it's, but what I was about to say was is that the way that festival has changed mm. for bands like us is not the way we'd like to see festivals go it's now just become a a influencer kind of thing and, and i don't so. even know what influencers are <laughs> okay but you know it's it's like a lot of a lot of great bands are not getting a chance it, it's a lot of you know so you don't want to see festivals that you know we've grown up on right like like these festivals and reading and leeds and places like that you don't want to see them change into that you know i really don't want to see that but today like slam dunk tomorrow in leeds you know the, the lineups they're all our all mates you know yeah. <laughs> and it's great people are coming out and the weather's out and it's it's fantastic um but yeah but i mean like it, it's you know it's great especially like in mainland Europe as well, it's always been really good for us too in festivals. So we're heading off there in a couple of days. Nice. And um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Nice. But this has been lovely. Slam dunk. We did a Beard of Theory yesterday. Nice. That was fantastic. Class. You know, there's a lot of really good, like, independent uh, festivals seem to be happening. Yeah, you it know? seems to be propping up more than ever. Yeah. Around the, around the UK. And they're really, they're really getting a grip in it, like, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's not, it's not the. I was gonna say back in my day, but um, yeah, when I was when I was a kid, yeah, there were so many like dodgy like local festivals. Yeah. But now more than ever, there's people are taking those local festivals and making them actual, genuinely very very good festivals. Like as as we're talking now, there's a guy by there um, with his arms out, but there with a terror t-shirt on, and he's the um, he's the promoter behind a, a festival called Teddy Rocks. 
Oh yeah, which is um, which is a big festival in the UK now. That started yeah. um, just as a, cu- a couple of friends bands got together because yeah. um, Tom's brother um, sadly passed away due to cancer. So he yeah. decided to do like a memorial thing, just a couple of bands. And now it's last night at the Heavy Music Awards, they won Best New Festival. Oh, it's so, fantastic! Yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah, like you said, there's so many yeah. of them st- like popping up and doing yeah. doing well. It's awesome. And I think especially after like what we've all been through with COVID, that I think you have to keep that soul there. You know, it's it's very easy to go and and just, for want of a better term, sell out and you know get whatever. But I mean, you know, we've played with the Offspring, Left Lesson Jake, and Mill and Colin, and Gogo Bordello for fucking forever. You know, for forever, and it's you know it's just great to see each other and still be doing what we're doing and people are still showing up yeah, you know yeah, yeah. it's fantastic it's awesome I think there's always been a respect for Floggy Molly as well because you seem to be like a soundtrack to so many people's good times um, especially like you know, this, these summers and just people having being able to go out communicate and have a nice time I'm sure like it's weird to see how much it's meant to people over the years because you're so caught up with it doing it every day that when you remove yourself from it and, and see what it actually means it can be quite surreal it is I mean um, I mean I've had several people Morgan come up and go we've put up a loved one's lyrics on your Mm. on the gravestone and stuff and and that really kind of really uh, I mean it's you know it's just it's overwhelming in some ways and but at the same time we've always been about celebrating the good and the bad you know And, and, and that's what life is that's all we've ever known I mean I was involved we were just talking about like you know Coachella for example the way that's gone well when I first started my career like really I was doing things that I wasn't really in control of and I was writing things that I didn't want to write but I was being forced to write and I said fuck this and I went back to painting houses and you know after playing with bands like ACDC and (laughs) Iron Maiden and all that I went back to painting houses you know because I wanted to I didn't want to do I didn't want to be doing something that I didn't want to do but when I got back to when I got my head together I moved to LA I met Bridget and the first song I wrote I think was Selfish Man I said let's get this out of the way (laughs) right now at the beginning (laughs) so I did that and uh, from then on it's just been yeah mad you know the same three fucking cards and that's <laughs> yeah. it you know <laughs> but yeah you've like you've got such a massive huge global fan base who's who's the person who's either most famous or someone you didn't expect to be a fan who's come on to you to tell you that they loved you um I remember David Bowie wow. uh, actually had had his office call air office to, to tell us how much he loved us <laughs> uh, Bruce Springsteen lovely nice um, there's been, uh, Roger Taylor from Queen <laughs> I do believe which is a weird one it's but Martin, it's great yeah, yeah. but yeah it's weird I you know? fucking it's, love that yeah, yeah it's fantastic I mean I love all those people and, and uh, you know we, we ne- see we never started a Sean to uh, to do anything we were doing this for ourselves and it just sort of came into this, you know, and and I think everybody can feel that, you know, you oh, know, very, yeah, very much so. There's, yeah, there's always like a there's always like a community feel of yeah. all, all of the Floggy yeah. Molly fans. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. for sure, for awesome. sure. And for it to cross over, and you for you to be able to play like that with like those ska punk bands like Elastin yeah. Jakes, but then have opened up for ACDC. I mean, it must be so cool to look back on and see how many very genres and different scenes you've been able to be like involved with and see from an outsider's perspective. Because yeah, again, you can get caught so caught up in certain moments, but to have like a vast career and longevity in, yeah. in different worlds it's, it's, I mean I remember one time we we headlined a festival uh, a folk festival with the chieftains Richard Thompson and we were the headliners and the next day we were playing with Motorhead we were supporting <laughs> Motorhead it's like you know it was just like what the That's hell fucking but, but it, it, yeah. it was amazing yeah on both, yeah, I don't doubt, yeah, I don't doubt <laughs> you know? both gigs for you. Oh, amazing, yeah, it's incredible, incredible, yeah. great Mad. memories, you know, great yeah. memories. Yeah. We've uh, we've talked to a lot of bands lately, just about like unconditional or weird venues they've played in throughout the years, because there's some mad answers of of things being used for a gig that you know you would normally uh, think about. Is is there any? place you've rocked up to play and thought oh this is a bit uh, out of context or a bit weird yeah I mean uh, we've rolled up to a Roman Coliseum and and, and, <laughs> and, 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 uh, <laughs> and, and played in that wow you know yeah uh, have you ever was... played the bull ring in Madrid no oh I did have that you? once yeah oh nice yeah, one very strange yeah <laughs> yesterday theatre of death today yeah. concert yeah very strange but yeah that was it looks like the bull got you in a bad way there <laughs> didn't it <laughs> he did yeah, yeah. He did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, weird venues, uh, Coliseum. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I've played anywhere else weird. Back of a truck, I suppose we've all. Ah, yeah. We've all played some sort of trucky yeah. festival. The um, Warp tours were always good too. Yeah. You know, they were they were all over the place, from a car park to uh, a gorge in Washington. You know, and it was amazing. But yeah, there's been a few strange places. All right. <laughs> well, what in particular about? Flogamari do things being able to translate to all those different things I just think it's we've never as I said started out to be anything different we never compromised we were just doing what we did and I mean like in the early days you know you wouldn't get hit on the head like from a thousand miles away from a record company or anything like that I mean it was everything you did you did yourself you know so it's just that's just the way it is and it's just a bigger version than that you know we're still doing the same like mentality it's the same principle it's still the same passion as it was back then and it's just the pubs have just gotten bigger <laughs> you know that's class what a great way to look at yeah, it yeah that's literally, brilliant literally. cool we appreciate you taking the time cool. absolutely you. lads no, before you. you head off is there anything coming up that you're really like excited for is there anything you want to let people know about what's the what's the plans going forward now well I think um, we're, we've got another major tour of the states coming up uh, we have our cruise which sold out in the f- like bef- it was 90% sold out before it was even announced wow and uh, that's in November which is always a great <laughs> laugh one of those things that we weren't really yeah you know it was a bit of a weird we'd never been on a cruise before but the community that come on board is incredible the old shipmates and uh, and then next year is going to be a balls to the wall affair as well so nice. you awesome. know yeah well, yeah can't Looking wait for that yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. thank you so much for taking yeah, thank time. you very much oh, means the world. brilliant thank you brilliant and thanks for uh, having a chat yeah see you lads you listen to yeah yes Woo! 
What a wonderful weekend we had at Slam Dunk. I'm sorry if you had to queue to get in or queue for food or queue for the toilets or queue to leave. I'm sorry if we're too happy, but we had a good time. Personally, we had a great time. The festival is very, very supportive to us. Even though this is the first time since 2008, I, should, I, I switched then <laughs> for a brief second. <laughs> there's the Australian meme, right? Where there's a man and I think... I. I don't know what he's talking about. I think it might be, um, oh, each to their own, each to their own. But if they get in my way... And then he just flips and gets angry. Um, you flipped the switch there. I can see in your face that you re- you had a self-realization of something and now you were tamping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luckily, it's an audio-only podcast because um, you would have seen the fury in my face. Uh, but no, we had a great time. But this was the first time since 2008 that I wasn't involved in any capacity. Um, I've DJ'd, I've hosted stuff, um, I've played in bands on this festival. So yeah, sad that I didn't get to do anything, but also had a great weekend anyway and um, got to go to bed early on Saturday. So that was <laughs> nice. Yeah, you had a nice night, nice night in and stuff. We won't give I, say early, sh- I say early, when I got the fucking leads eventually. Like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, but we do want to give a massive shout out um, to our friends John and Emma for uh, hosting us and letting yes. us stay with them. And Do you know what I've realised? They let us stay with them every year at Slam Dunk, right? The top tier of our Patreon is literally what they're doing. We got an invoice to send for that. We got a fucking invoice. Even though they fed us, um, give us beds, clean linen, let us shower and Uh use all the amenities. I had a fucking fresh towel in my room like it was a fucking beautiful hotel, right? (laughs) But we're going to have to invoice them for 20 grand. I, th- I think it's 20 grand a month, it's like isn't it? It's like yeah, 15 maybe, something like that. Oh, is it? oh it's not too bad. Then. Right, it all skim nah, five, skim got him, five they've... grand off the top, man. This Do you know what? Do you know what? Because <laughs> they've been so nice to us, and Emma made me a fantastic bagel Saturday morning. It's only 12 and a half grand. I've not got another <laughs> two and a half off. No, but thank you very much to Emma and John for letting us stay with them. Every time we go there, we have a fucking... It's literally... A, Part of the highlight of going to Slam Dunk is seeing Emma and John and getting to hang out. And um, how, how mad were all of those chats? Dave King, fucking hell, he's done some shit, mind. <laughs> he has. He has done some shit. Introducing Prince on stage. I don't think anyone was expecting that. And it's just nice to do these festival episodes and talk to people who we maybe not necessarily going to have the time with properly and then it creates a, a relationship and maybe we can have him on again. You know, there's plenty yes. of these people like Paris, real friends. That we've, we've wanted on and uh you know lolo said some sentences didn't she so um maybe, you know maybe we'll maybe 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 yeah uh but let's just <laughs> say let's just say let's just say if you listen to the lola bit right the bit where she says the the sentence that the Morgan sentence is on everyone's about, gonna quote to us for the rest of our lives yeah she leaned in <laughs> and we were like whoa what do you mean <laughs> 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 what? No! Ah! what a mad weekend Thanks again to Slam Dunk for having us. Thanks to Emma Van Dytes and Siobhan for sorting everything out. You are fucking superstars. It was good to see everyone. It was good to see everybody, not just in bands, like the other press teams. It was good to see the Rock Sound team um, who were there now. Um, it was good to see um, our friend Mark Woodyard from Mark and Me. I saw John Mahon walking about in the background, but I never actually got to speak to him. So well, he, well, he I came and spoke to me. Did he? He did, yeah. I'd imagine he fucking hates me now, even though we've been friends for years. Yeah, I saw him about... 
in his lovely, lovely fucking real pink leather. Obviously, Ooh. I'm his favorite now, like, because he talked to yeah. me and talked to you. So he had a lovely pink jacket on. But uh, yeah, I was just either so busy or so on the hunt for, for so so on the hunt for food um, that I was just fucking straight focused. Must get to food now. But what I did was um, sensible Sean again. Got there early. Got in early. <laughs> had a fucking hot dog. Had a fucking hot dog as soon as I could. On the Sunday, on the Saturday, I went straight to the vegan burger place, chucked one of them down my face. And um, yeah, so I was all right for the day. But I do understand people's gripes with the queuing and stuff. Because yeah, I went to go. When we went up to see uh, Lolo and then Scene Queen, there was literally queues from the pizza pizza place, which is like in the middle of the hill to the very top. So I was like, fuck it out. How good's that pizza? <laughs> uh, that's, that's the thing, yeah. For me, for me to have to queue in that, right, to get to the front, you would have had to have... The pizza would have had to be made out of cocaine and gold. Wow. That's, that's Mary Berry's new recipe, by the way, everyone. But- <laughs> it is, yeah. Go to bbc.co.uk forward slash recipes. <laughs> oh, but what a great weekend to start to our festival season. If you want to catch up, with everything else we're going to be up to, follow us at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We've got downloads coming up next week, which we're going to be doing a live podcast on the stage, but a stage on Saturday, 10th of June, the day after the blackout play. There's a lot going on. It's going to I be a very, be very good time. I just realized I might be too big for this fucking podcast by Saturday morning. Well, because, you know, the, the old... The old John Smith is coming. Here he is. Ah, he's having another sniff of it. He's fucking, he thinks he's better than us now. Guess what? He, ne- he genuinely never stopped thinking he was better than you. <laughs> I'll just be on the stage anyway. If Sean comes with us, then that's the whole podcast. Oh, thing. I thought, yeah. I was going to say, it's a very, yeah, it's a very bad podcast if Sean if Sean comes, like, if it's, if it's just a podcast about that. <laughs> anyway, ask yes. that pod. If you want us to come live with you, like John and Emma does, uh, patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Two special extra conversations from Slam Dunk will be on there in the next couple of weeks. And click subscribe wherever you listen to us because on Friday, there's an excellent episode you don't want to miss coming out. But without any further ado, Friends. we should thank the patrons at patreon.com for stuff's happening if you head to the description there's always all the bloody wonderful names that we thank but sean is going to give a mahoosive shout out to the elite members of our patreon community those are the people in the top tiers thank you very much kylie wheeler see you next week in wales she's coming from australia thank you very much mayumi liwaway thank you very much janelle caston she's staying in australia thank you very much paul hirschfield Tony Michael, Scarlett Charlton. She's coming to Bertha from Australia. Thank you very much. <laughs> Dilly Grimwood, Kelly Irwin, Natasha Morris, Nathan Croshaw, Emma Barber, Mitch Perry, Tom Owen, Sammy G, Kat Besson, Dana Lasnava, Jenny Robson, Murray Grimwood, Scott Jones, Amy Dawson, Amy Louise. She's making me a t-shirt for download. Thank Woo! you. Thank you very much. Stuart McNaught, Ellen Southfield, Stephen Aston, Caroline Robson, Kate Patak, Louis Cook, Carl Pendlebury, Danny Eaton, Martina McManus, James McNaught, Jenny Munster, Jason Aredia, John and Emma. There they are. You've got to up that to Thank you very much. Emily Perry, M. Evans-Roberts, Craig Harris. Evan! Thank you very much. Sean Foynes, Khalil Keen, Adam King of the Goss Parslow, Ollie Amesbury, Josh Thieves stole a truck full of Viagra this morning. Police have asked the public to keep an eye out for a hardened criminal. He haven't put his surname on her, so that's his... Josh Criminal is his new surname. 
Um, thank you very much, Alice Wood, Reese Bowling, Kyle Stevenson. Uh, Kyle Stevenson? I've made up a name. Kyle David Smith. And last by no means least, Connor Lewins and Kimberly Lewins, who I met this week at Slam Dunk. There's loads of those people that, we, that were there this week at Slam Dunk. We love you very, very much. I know, I know we say it every week and I know it probably gets fucking boring, but we genuinely, genuinely, genuinely couldn't do this without the Patreon people. So thank you. It blows my fucking mind. The way you treat each other is the most beautiful thing that's ever come on this podcast. And I fucking love it. Thank you very much, all of those people. It was excellent to meet you and, and to hang out. Let's do it again soon. Yes, absolutely wholesome, absolutely beautiful. We love you very, very much. And we'll see you on Friday. Hey, hey! Sapman! Sapman! You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.